Kai Nelly. A Spotsylvania County Sheriff's deputy shoots a man who charged at him with a large sword. It may be easier to know what's happening on a major commuter route. I'm Neil Augenstein. It's going to feel like it's near 100 degrees today, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We've got another day of extreme heat ahead, and ERs are filling up. Dr. Brett Mefford has been treating patients in Oklahoma City, where today's high is 106. People are getting dehydrated more quickly. Things that they were used to doing when it was 85, 90 degrees out, then suddenly when it's 105, they can't do those, and, and it pushes them beyond what they can do. Dangerous heat is fanning the flames of wildfires, not just here, but overseas. Correspondent Rami Innocencio is at the foreign desk. European countries battled more blazes, more than 30 in Spain alone. French firefighters struggled to contain a wildfire burning an area twice the size of Paris. Central Europe is set to, set to sizzle next. Back home, uh, Trump-backed Republican Dan Cox wins the GOP primary for governor in Maryland. CBS's Christopher Cruz has the details. It was a stunning defeat for Kelly Schultz, who had served in popular Governor Larry Hogan's cabinet and had his strong endorsement. Cox attended the January 6th attack on the Capitol and tweeted, Mike Pence is a traitor, around the time the mob was breaking into the building. Cox will face the winner of the Democratic primary in November's general election. We've learned more about one of two former White House aides expected to testify at tomorrow's public hearing in the January 6th investigation. Correspondent Catherine Herridge is in Washington. A former national security official in the Trump White House confirms to CBS News that on January 6th at around 3 p.m., he reached out to Matt Pottinger because he learned through a contact the D.C. mayor was struggling to reach the White House about the deployment of the National Guard. The official said he expects Pottinger's testimony to paint a picture of chaos and inaction in the West Wing. Lawmakers in the House vote on codifying same-sex marriage. The yeas are 267 and the nays are 157. The bill is passed. 47 Republicans joined Democrats after Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas called same-sex unions into question. The bill faces an uncertain future in the Senate. The CDC has given its blessing to a fourth type of COVID vaccine. The shots from Novavax, the first protein vaccines, are only for adults who haven't been immunized yet. When do you celebrate your losses? Answer, when you're a top streaming service. CNET's Ian Schur explains. Netflix says it lost nearly a million members, and that's surprisingly good news. Netflix had actually been expecting that it was going to lose more. And after the company reported a surprise drop in subscribers earlier this year, Wall Street has been feeling pretty cynical about them. S&P futures are up eight, Dow futures ahead 51. This is CBS News. Dell Technologies provides growing businesses with tools to do incredible things. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call 877-ASK-DELL. 603 here on a really sticky Wednesday morning. It's the 20th of July, hot and humid all day long today and our highs near 95. Good morning, I'm Joan Jones. And I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. In the Maryland governor's race, Democrats are still waiting to hear who won the primary, but the race on the Republican side has already been called. And even seasoned members of the GOP were surprised by the outcome in that race. We begin our team coverage with WTOP's Kate Ryan.
Dan Cox, a Maryland state delegate who was once dismissed as a QAnon whack job by Governor Larry Hogan, was declared the winner in the GOP primary for governor, beating out Kelly Schultz, who did not concede as of last night. Democrats saw their races too close to call, with nonprofit founder Wes Moore, who's been endorsed by Oprah Winfrey, taking the lead. Former Labor Secretary and DNC Chair Tom Perez and Comptroller Peter Francho were trailing Moore, who's never held elected office. They're counting on mail-in ballots to help close the gap. The count of those ballots starts Thursday morning. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, the Associated Press is projecting that Anthony Brown has won the Democratic primary for Attorney General in Maryland. Fourth District Congressman Anthony Brown decided not to seek re-election to Capitol Hill and instead set his sights on the office of Maryland Attorney General. The results of early in-person voting and a solid portion of Election Day ballots showed Brown leading former Baltimore Judge Katie O'Malley. Prince George's County Executive Angela also Brooks won her Democratic primary handily in her bid for a second term in office. The Associated Press projected also Brooks the winner over four challengers with more than 90 percent of the vote. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Also, Michael Perutka has captured the GOP nomination for Attorney General. The primary's results have given us some general election matchups in Maryland congressional races. We have some November matchups now, including for the race in Maryland's first congressional district along the eastern shore. Heather Mazier won the Democratic primary there. She advances to face Republican Congressman Andy Harris. Congressman Steny Hoyer won his Democratic primary in the 5th District, which includes parts of Anne Arundel and Prince George's counties. He's going to face Chris Palumbi, who won the Republican primary. In the 6th District, which includes Frederick County and a portion of Montgomery County, Congressman David Trone won the Democratic primary. Neil Parrott won the Republican primary there, so it's going to be Trone and Parrott facing each other in November. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. We have another November matchup set, this one in the 8th District in Montgomery County. It'll be Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin against Republican Gregory Cole. And Glenn Ivey has won the Democratic nomination for the 4th District House seat in Prince George's County. County Executive Mark Elrich is seeking a re-election in Montgomery County. The results aren't going to be available for potentially a few days. He is neck and neck with David Blair at the moment. Mail-in ballots still need to be counted to decide that race. Jackie Benson with NBC4 joined WTOP to tell us about what Elrich thinks about ads leading up to election night. The campaign ads, we've all seen them. He decried the negative nature of those campaigns, you know, very vehemently, even talking about you know, that if he were a, a product, people would not be able to say things about him that one is able to say in campaign ads. Jackie Benson with NBC4. Now, Elridge didn't comment on a late endorsement that he received from Congressman Jamie Raskin. A Spotsylvania County man is in stable condition this morning after being shot by a sheriff's deputy. The deputy says that the man charged at him with a large sword. Sheriff's Major Troy Skibo says one of the suspect's parents called 911 on Monday evening to report their son was armed with a weapon and was making death threats. The suspect is identified as 27-year-old Nicholas Howell. He reportedly charged toward the deputy with a 32-inch sword. Skibo says the deputy tried to move but ended up having to shoot Howell multiple times. That deputy has been placed on administrative leave. Howell is facing charges and the investigation continues. Up ahead, some much-needed improvements are coming to the Tidal Basin. It's 6.07.
A more intelligently connected world leads to a brighter future. At Qualcomm, we're creating technology solutions to take on some of the world's biggest challenges. See us where 5G and AI help bring individualized learning to students no matter where. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.